Hi, this is Chris Christoffi on my podcast, Relentless Life on Your Terms, with a special guest and a friend of mine, Evan Cathcart, who's been in real estate like myself since he was 19 years of age. How are you, Evan? Good, Chris. Thanks for having me. Likewise. Thanks, thanks for being on the show. Now, your career started in real estate. Tell us about that. Yeah, so I started out, um, I read a book um, about property and I decided that I wanted to get into real estate um, based on reading that book about property investment. Um, that was when I was about 18 or so. And um, so I jumped on Seek or whatever it was back then and, um, and applied for a few jobs in real estate. And the first job I got was for a little residential real estate agency um, located down in Elwood. Um, I'd come from the country. So at the time I didn't even know where Elwood was. So I got the mailways out and I went down to my job interview and I had this long bleached blonde hair and handwriting on my hands. And, um, the, the guy that was interviewing me said, if you cut your hair and you, and you scrub the, the handwriting off your hands, you can, you can have the job. So, um, I got the job and I, I started out there in resi real estate and, um, that was a, a really good way to sort of cut, you know, cut my teeth in, um, in, in, in the business. Now, um, obviously, it was. What book did you read, Evan? Do you remember? I've got it at home. Actually, the, the name eludes me, but yeah, I, I do still have it. Now, for those who don't know, you also worked at Three Sixty for ten years, and you're director for Seven, which was the largest privately owned uh, project marketing company in this country. So you've been responsible for changing the skyline in the Melbourne in the Melbourne CBD area for quite some time. Tell us some of the projects you were involved in there. Yeah, so 360 was an, an amazing, um, amazing opportunity for me. And as you say, I was there for 10 years. And um, over that period, we worked with um, many of Australia's um, best property developers to, you know, really assist them to bring their projects to life. So, you know, my role at 360, um, you know, where the, the term was project marketing, but what that really meant was we, we were sort of working with the developers and their design team from um, you know, square one on a project. So they'd come to us and say, hey, what do you think of this site? And then, you know, based on our experience of, you know, from selling, you know, 10 or 20 projects in the Melbourne market at any one time, we sort of knew what was good and, and most importantly, what wasn't and what, and what wasn't wasn't selling. So, you know, we'd provide input into um, all of the projects for our developers um, from a design perspective. And, um, you know, the key role of a project marketer is to really, um, you know, look to... Uh, design points of difference and, and, and compelling selling points for projects. You know, we, we've seen particularly, you know, through the, the mid um, 2010s, you know, 2014, 2015, 2016, there was an unbelievable volume of projects launched and sold in the market. But, you know, it was a matter of how you really stood out in the crowd and how you design projects that people really want to live in and, and um, you know, projects that design and that perform well from an investment perspective based on there being really strong demand. So, you know, that was... That was a big, big part of what we did. I worked with the likes of um, and saw some amazing development businesses um, do their thing. So, you know, I uh, worked with Tim Gurner, who's probably one of the best known private developers in the country and did all of his sales for 10 years and saw him grow from, you know, startup through to, you know, one of the best known. And we work with a lot of the big public companies as well, like Stockland and, and Fraser's and, um, you know, other sort of more boutique developers as well. So, you know, that was amazing to get a really um, good, cross-section and insight into the way that the very different minds in property development and businesses sort of run, run their businesses and undertake property development. And I always like having people on the show like young trailblazers like yourself, 15 years and only 34 in real estate. And now after your 10 year tenure, you're working for another, a couple other developers as their sales director. One which I've worked with as well for years which is Blue Earth Group as well. So tell us a bit about Blue Earth Group and 
I'll hear, I'll hear the term a lot, lifestyle development. What is a lifestyle development for the people? Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, it was, a, it was a big decision, me leaving 360, which has only um, been, been recent. Um, but the driver was to, you know, uh, as opposed to working for a, a, a many developers at once to really narrow down and work for a couple and make a really big difference and look to really help take, um, you know, each developer's projects to the next level in the market to be, you know, absolutely market leading. And a part of that has been um, partnering with Blue Earth Group, who I've been selling for for um, seven or eight years now. We've sold over 3,000 apartments um, together, which is, um, you, you know, quite a lot of apartments. And um, it's been really interesting. So Blue Earth is a business, um, you know, as the market d uh, d uh, turned down in 2018 and, and it was obviously very soft in 2019, we saw a lot of developers basically either shut up shop or stop developing or big developers became small developers. But Blue Earth Group had a really different approach whereby they looked to take the softening market head on um, with a view of creating projects that are just better than, uh, than, than anything else in the market and delivering them at really, you know, product at really, really good price points, sort of, you know, five or 10% under um, the competition in the market in a lot of cases. So a part of um, making those projects better, we did a really um, a big deep dive into sort of what people really want. You know, there's been a lot of amenity in buildings um, in the city that, you know, some which is great, some which doesn't get used. There's um, places overseas that do it really well and there's others that don't. So we um, did a bit of a study tour and, and did a lot of homework on what people really want. And um, out of that has, has come what we're calling lifestyle developments, um, which basically offers um, everything that you want from a luxury hotel, really. Um, all within, um, you know, the privacy of, a, of your own residential building that's not a hotel. So, you know, great concierge services, buildings that are run by unbelievable building apps where you can book everything online, you know, residence gyms and wellness centres and um, co-working spaces and all of these things um, included within the buildings. And then we've also been speaking with futurists and getting a bit of a feel for not just how people are going to be living um, you know, today and tomorrow, but in really in five and 10 years time, because it's important to plan for the future. So we've got a whole range of design inclusions that we sort of term under the banner of the next generation um, smart building. Um, you know, so all, all um, car parking comes with um, electric car charging provisions, which we know even the most expensive projects in Melbourne don't have that. So you know, what's going to happen when we're all driving electric cars in five and 10 years time and you don't have charging in your basement um, for your apartment. So that's something that every single building has now moving forward with Blue Earth. Um, you get home automation um, options so you can, you know, open your front door or control your heating and cooling, um, even, you know, from your phone, even for a one bedroom apartment, you know, so that's a, that's a great option. Um, number plate recognition into basements. We know that people are shopping online, particularly a lot more even uh, over the last few weeks with um with COVID-19 so each building has the click and collect delivery um lockers so you can have your groceries delivered they go in the freezer or the refrigerator sections and they're all cold when you get home all that sort of stuff so yeah it's a it's a it's a complete package from a lifestyle perspective based on um you know what we're finding people are wanting within the next generation of buildings in, in Melbourne here and I've seen that too and I know obviously the owners of Blue Earth I've worked with them for a number of years and he does like technology and likes the things to look modern and have a really good customer experience, which I think really stands his, his developments out from the rest. Now, um, Blue Earth has some of the fastest selling projects in Melbourne. Now, you've mentioned um, 
some of the reasons, and I also assume it's the reason you actually are working with, with Blue Earth as well. What, what, what would you say the main reason? There's affordability, there's lifestyle developments, they stand out. It's because if he's looking at the future for the demand of the market, because obviously things change so rapidly with what's going on. What do you think the two, three key factors are? Yeah, look, I, I think it is those, those points we've touched on, which is um, I think the lifestyle and the overall package um, for the building is undeniably better than anything else we're seeing in the, mar in the market. Um, and, and you combine that with a price point that's attainable for, for your everyday um, buyer. You know, our buildings or the Blue Earth buildings are very much designed for owner-occupiers, um, which is kind of a bit of a, an industry term. But um, unlike most buildings that are designed for owner-occupiers, they're actually attainable for investors as well. So, you know, being able, and, and one, of the, one of the key drivers behind that, we've just um, written a piece on the affordability of apartments within Melbourne. And we know that construction costs have gone up 25 to 30% over the past couple of years. Land prices have gone up for development sites about 70% since 2015. And what that means wow. is apartments are getting expensive in Melbourne. Um, so one bedroom apartments we know now are 500 to 600,000 really right across the sort of city fringe suburbs of Melbourne. And two bedrooms are really in the 800s and above. If you get something in the sevens, you're doing really well. But um, Blue Earth have very much had a counter cyclical approach to um, investing and buying sites um, over the years. So quite a few of the sites that we're selling at the moment, um, they bought the development sites five, six, seven, eight years ago when the market was soft. Um, what that means is they've bought for $40,000, $60,000 less per apartment for the land component. So the project we're just about to launch in Essendon, they paid $30,000 per apartment for the land component. The average site sale price for, for per apartment for land in Essendon there is $96,000. So there's $66,000 of extra value that Blue Earth have to play with, which they offer back in terms of better amenity and better price points. Prices, yeah. And also, that like others can't hit. It's like what you said as well, Evan. It's, it was, in essence, land backing for future development. So when people worrying back, he's out there purchasing sites aggressively and, and looking at where the market will be, which... I think will allow him to deliver these projects at such a good price. A yeah, we've, we've actually we've, we've we've seen evidence of that in the last couple of weeks. The, the team at Blue Earth have bought um, three sites in the last two or three weeks, and, and great sites. Um, and they're still out there looking at sites again today. Um, so you, you know the buyers of the future, you know, or Blue Earth clients of the future in four or five years' time, when these projects are launched, will be the beneficiaries that these guys had the courage and the foresight to buy in, in the heart of a crisis that being coronavirus now. So, you know, that's, that's part of the reason that investors with Blue Earth do, do really well. And I wanted to ask you a few questions. Obviously, we can't escape and not discuss it. You'll be predominantly in the apartment space and now the townhouse, not house and land. So these are the two things we're referring to. How has um, the coronavirus affected sales? What do you see in the last five years and also in the next five years in apartment sales in Melbourne specifically? What, um, what do you see coming up? Because I know the demand slowed down. I saw uh, you did a small uh, little article on the sales and the, what's coming up. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Because I found that very insightful. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's, it's interesting. I think what we're finding um, with the coronavirus, obviously the sales volumes have dropped significantly. Um, 
but we are still seeing sales. So um, as a business, um, you know, Blue Earth would uh, average 10 plus sales a week. Um, and there are still sort of, you know, a number of sales every week, which is, which is great. Um, we had experience in, in, in a softer market over 2018 and 2019, where we still achieved amazing results with Blue Earth. So 400 sales in 2019, when a lot of developers weren't really selling anything. So, um, you know, buyers in the market, um, who are buying are obviously very discerning and they're wanting something that's compelling, which Blue Earth and, and Branson Group, who I'm working with, both offer. Um, so there's, there's still people buying, which is great. Um, you know, I was just having a look at that old adage from um, Warren Buffett, which is be fearful when others are greedy and greedy when others are fearful. Um, you know, and that's the approach that Blue Earth as um, developers are having out, out buying sites. And I think, you know, now's a, a great time to be buying um, in the market. There's some, there's some really good deals out there. Um, we're actually just in the process of implementing with Blue Earth a, um, a job loss guarantee. So if you lose your job, you get a full refund and a range of other guarantees to really mitigate any possible risk with buying a property at this time. Um, so to me, based on you know being able to do that, that really does make it a great time to, to invest when others aren't. But I think when you look sort of more to the future, um, we're very much of the view that um, we will rebound really strongly. Um, there's some really good data around the fact that, you know, post um, a crash in the stock market, um, Melbourne property uh, does very, very well. Um, but then when you look at the fundamentals, the fundamentals are, are, are fantastic for, for Victorian property. So our um, net migration rate has been very strong for the past forever, really, but for the last 10 years in particular, and really the last three or four years, we've had over 140,000 um, net um, population growth into Victoria. So that's a lot of people. What we've also seen, which I've, we've, we've got some graphs on as well, is um, the volume of new apartments sales in the Melbourne market has dropped significantly from the peak in 2015, where there was over 51,000 new apartments sold in that year, um, down to last year, where there was um, around just over 12,000 new apartments sold. So you're looking at a, a, a quarter of the number of sales. Yeah, 5% difference. Yeah. So when you look at that, obviously, supply demands, and you're, you're mentioning the, the prices going up as well to build the sites, to acquire the sites. So, but also people are, are choosing, when you've got the lifestyle development, people are choosing to live near where they work. So if that's offering that amenity and the travel, the commute times are becoming so congested in Melbourne, people are looking for alternative options because they don't want to be commuting for so long to get to their workplace. So I think that's another reason why these lifestyle developments are popular. And offering the, uh, that to be able to be sold to an owner-occupier plus an investor, you're opening your, your market, which means you'll get a better price for your product as well. Yeah, I think um, we also did some numbers just around the, the growth of Melbourne. And I suppose, um, obviously, the population growth has a, has a really positive impact and a direct um, and immediate impact on, on the economy. When people come in, they, you know, they're working and they're spending money and all that sort of stuff, which is great. We're also hearing um, there's been some really good reports that post um, COVID-19, um, based on how well Australia's fared throughout the crisis, um, we're expecting to be seen very much as a safe haven for, you know, overseas um, migration. Um, some of the Chinese selling groups that we deal with are already telling us that their um, that their inquiries and their sales have, have picked up since the since everything settled down over in China. So I think the pop we're going to see a further spike in population growth. Um, and which is great for the economy, great for the property market. 
What, what's also really good for, um, for the inner city market or the city fringe market is, um, you know, we're doing a bit of homework on the impact of the population growth on, on Melbourne's roads and, and infrastructure. And the numbers are pretty scary if you're, um, you know, living out in the growth corridors or, or further out. So basically there's um, 2,047 new cars on average on Melbourne's roads every single week. Um, that's having a real impact on, and obviously we've got some really big and, and great infrastructure projects happening in Melbourne at the moment, but that's, that's having a really big impact on, um, you know, travel times as you're moving around Melbourne. So um, there's a great report that was commissioned by the Victorian government, which stated that um, in-car travel times will rise by 88% um, on, ma on the major arterials um, between 2016 and 2031. That's it. So, well, look, I've got a three-minute walk to work. That's why I do that for those reasons. Yeah, I don't like commuting. No. But it's another thing we, we haven't mentioned with the COVID-19, the stimulus package the government's offering is amazing. Australia is ahead of, ahead of the game because you have information, but also the cash rates are 0.25%. It's a great time to have your money active. And with um, incentives like you're offering, job loss, and we've negotiated that with a few developers, and now, obviously, you guys are doing it. There's a lot of great incentives you can get in the marketplace now that you couldn't have got eight weeks ago or six weeks ago. So can I ask you, tell me some of the projects you're currently working on now, if someone wanted, was to inquire, where would the project, now I know what they are, where would they be? And yeah. tell us a bit about them. Yeah, so we've, at any one time, um, Blue Earth Group have sort of three, four or five projects that are um, live in the market and, and another three or four that are you know, under construction and, and a couple more that are in the pipeline. So um, at the moment, um, we're, we're just gearing up to launch um, what I think is probably the most well-rounded project we will have seen at Blue Earth Group. Um, it's located in Essendon, um, which I love. Having done some really good homework on, on the location, Essendon's by far the most aspirational suburb um, in the inner north or in the northwest there. Um, median house price is 1.4 million. There's been a lot of sales in that in, in the area at five to 10 million. Um, but we're offering apartments where you can buy a one bedroom in the low fours and a two bedroom in the mid 500s. So um, there's a real dispro disproportionate um, value between apartments and, and, and the houses within, within the area. So apartments offering outstanding value and you know, a, a really strong performing suburb from a residential property market. You've got absolutely everything. You've got amazing shopping, you've got good infrastructure spending. There's a hundred million dollar um, uh, commercial project going on at Essendon Fields, which should be home to 14,000 new jobs soon. So there's really good um, sort of scope for new employment within the area. Um, and it's a project that offers the best residence amenity we've seen um, and great sort of service for the building as well. Um, there's three individual buildings, so they're kind of boutique in size um, also. Um, which is great. So great apartments, amazing amenity and a suburb that I think is definitely one to watch um, from a growth perspective. So having a big difference between the medium house price and what you're delivering will offer that a good chance for growth. So Evan, thank you very much for being on it. And I know our listeners have got a lot of value, what to look for in an apartment, what a lifestyle development is and why apartments will still be selling or certain apartment developers are still selling real estate in today's market. Thank you very much, Evan. Pleasure. Thanks for having me, Chris. Okay, bye.